<clears throat> Welcome to the Positive Sports Podcast. I'll be your host this afternoon, Ed Montana. Alongside me today, my brother from the same mother, my brother Alex. Alex, how you doing? What's up, my brother? What's up, everybody out there listening? Hey, if this is your first time listening, that's okay. Just don't let it be your last time. Listen, watch, whatever. Comment down below, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. You know how we do here at the Positive Sports Podcast. <laughs> we're, a little, we're a little late this week because it's been, at least on my end, it's been nuck and futz, man. It's just been one thing after another. I'm busy with my kid, busy with my job. This job thing, the, you know, jobs suck. They just get in the way. It'd be, it'd be so I know. easier if, they, if we just got paid and didn't have to do the work. I mean, that seems like a the brightest idea you've had all year. I mean, wouldn't that be awesome? You know, like just wait. I think that's what I think that's what Joe Biden's trying to do. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Only everyone's going to take a serious haircut if uh, if all we get is two thousand dollars or fourteen hundred. I've lost track of that whole stimulus stuff. I just don't, I just don't get it. Yeah, I mean, listen, the, the best way to, to, the best way to look at that whole stimulus check deal is uh, just don't bank on it because we don't know if we're getting it or not. And you should not, uh, how could I say, you should not, um, you know, pay your bills and all that stuff around a stimulus check that who knows if you're going to see it or not. So yeah. yeah, if you get it great, if you don't, then whatever, they haven't given us a, a stimulus check in like years. Right. So who cares? Yeah, we, get, we got one last year. Well, yeah, but before that, I oh, mean, yeah. yeah. So you know. speak, speaking of banking on stuff, you can't see, did you get into any games GameStop stock? last week no i did not i did not i i would have i would have if if um if if the price was in in my you know in my in my calculations in my budget right but by the time by the time i realized what was going on the stock was uh well over 200 and i i just you know i mean buy one share and then and then look at it look at it today right, right. I've lost track. I've lost because it's been going up and down constantly uh, since then. I always stayed away from stuff like that. I mean, I always think it's a neat story, and I always there's always a small part of me that goes, "Man, if I'd have picked up a hundred shares at you know sixteen dollars, right. and now it's at three hundred and twenty." But you know, it's just you got to time it right, and and you know, everyone sees the, the, the graph, right? The chart of it going all the way up, but it's like, where did you buy and where did you sell? Right. I mean, it's hard to pinpoint, you know, the bottom and the high and stuff. It, it's just, and it's so crazy for it to go up and down like that. It was complete manipulation, really. I mean, it wasn't based on any real value, which is, um, you know, which is the exact opposite of, of, uh, of what, you know, Warren Buffett, you know, recommends, right? He's always buy value. Well, there's no value right. there. It's all just willy nilly people playing on the internet. 
look, I'm, I'm going to give some, I'm going to give some advice. I'm not, I, I'm invested in, in a couple of, of uh, tickers, but I, I really, I really want to say like, if you've been following, following me on Twitter, I say it a lot, even, you know, even on gambling Twitter, I'll say, you know, no bet is a lock, but I, I think the people, especially the ones that uh, took advantage of quarantine to get into stocks like myself, uh, really need to keep a few things in mind. And, and one of them is, you know, social media can be good and it can be really bad, right? When it comes to stocks, the pumping of these stocks is, is really, you know, it's incredible how, how it really works. But if, if you're going to dibble and dabble in stocks, I really suggest people to uh, do your homework. Do a, like I, I during quarantine, I never read so much in my life. I like pr- the last time I probably read was in the third grade. OK, <laughs> but you really know, like, seriously, you need to you need to do your homework. You know, it's okay to follow a few people that, you know, give some sound advice and, and you know, that uh, have maybe a little more experience than you, but you just need to read up on these stocks, on the companies, on the hedge funds that are invested. You need to learn the lingo, the glossary, like you really need to learn the lingo because that's really important. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like baseball. Kevin Cash is a perfect example, you know, uh, in the World Series, right? He he went off the analytics instead of going, um, you know, going with the feel of the game and how the flow was 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 going, right? Um, so you really need to, you know, some, sometimes your best decisions are made with your gut, and if. And it's, it's, you guys, you just have to, like you said earlier, you have to time it right. You have to know when to get in, when to get out. But, uh, you know, one thing is for sure when it comes to stocks, you better take your gains when you can, because as we're, we're seeing with GameStop, right, it got magnified so big. And now there's, you know, it's, it's like a negative hundred and something return. If, if you look at from last from last week to, to today. Right, right. So just be careful because you don't want to, you know, you don't want to sacrifice your bills. You don't want to sacrifice certain things in your life that you need for, you know, for following somebody on Twitter or, or wherever you get your information from. So just, just be careful. Just, just do your homework a little bit because that could really go a long way and, and, you know, just learn how the market and how the companies work and all that. And, you know, and, and you should yeah. fare all right. And, and, and know, know your budget. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's don't. That's important thing. That's, I think that's yeah, the no... really important thing because at the end of the day, for a lot of people, I mean, even myself who's been, I've been invested in the stock market for 25 years, right? Probably longer than that. And I'm not just talking about my 401k. I'm talking about like actively buying and selling stock. Um even for me, it's a little bit of legalized gambling. I mean, it really is. Because at the mm-hmm. end of the day, no matter how much you read or how much you know, um, you don't know everything that goes on in a company, right? And uh, I, look, I've worked for public companies and I know that 
you know, we've put out press releases and, and, you know, SEC filings and I've read all of them, right. Because that was my job. It was SEC reporting. And even then I knew that it was presented in a, in a, in the most favorable light while still telling the truth, you know what I mean? And so really for, for the rest of us that are not in that company, it really is a little bit of legalized gambling. That's really all it is. And it, one of the bad things about quarantine is that a lot of people uh, like yourself, right? Got started dabbling in the stock market, but unlike you, they just kind of dove in, right? They just said, what the hell? And maybe they didn't put a lot of money in, but they dove in with a hundred bucks or whatever, started trading. Maybe they got lucky in the beginning and it went up and it went up to 150 after a few months and they thought they got the hang of it and you know and then probably kind of bet the 150 on something else and lost it all and so it does have a certain gambling aspect to it it's i mean it it really is for a lot a lot of people that are in the market it's legalized gambling that's all it is yeah yeah unfortunate which which by the way that is a perfect segue to what this this episode of uh, this pod is going to be about, right? There's going to be a lot of gambling involved. Um, you know, you're going to have people. What 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 makes this easier is, uh, you know, speaking of the Super Bowl, of course, is is you have a 50-50 chance of uh, of of winning, right? It's either you know. Unless you're picking the color of a fucking the Gatorade color, but uh, yeah, this this is a uh, you know it, the Super Bowl is is fun with all these props and it's, a, it's uh, amazing to me. Every year there seems to be more and more and more and more props. It's like uh, one year I did I bet a dollar on every single prop, and I think I came out ahead like two dollars and fifteen cents. <laughs> But I made like 80 bets, right? And they were all for a dollar. So I bet 80 bucks basically. And I think I won 44 or 43 and lost 37. But, but you know, but with the with the juice, you end up like, right. you don't end up $6 ahead. You end up like $2 ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I did it just, just for the pure, just for the pure insanity of it. But hey, let's first let's talk about the game itself, right? Because that is the true entertainment. Uh, you know, we've got the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We've got Patrick Mahomes. We've got Tom Brady. We've got Travis Kelsey, Rob Gronkowski. Uh, we don't even know who anyone on the defense on either side of these teams because it's all offense, offense, offense. We've got Andy Reid versus Bruce Arians. Um, just now that you've had 10 days to digest the matchup and look into it. And what do you think about it? What, what are the key points that you're going to be looking at come Sunday, aside from the barbecue that I'm making and the food that you're going to be stuffing in your face and beer going down your mullet? Well, if, if well, if I do, if I consume all that, I might be taking a nap for uh, the whole Super Bowl. Well, it's always the halftime show. <laughs> true. True. Um, you know what? Tampa Bay has a good defense. I know you mentioned, you know, the offenses, right? But but Tampa Bay has a good defense. Um, and I think the, and I think the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs defenses might be a little overlooked. Um, 
So while everybody's expecting a high scoring game and I expect Brady and Mahomes to, to, you know, to get theirs, I think it's just going to boil down to what defense can like, you know, hold, hold the other team. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to the defensive side of the ball. I think that's where um, I don't think most are looking there and I'm, I'm just interested how, you know, how it's going to be a, a chess game kind of of trying to counterattack, you know, Brady and Mahomes, right? Because they're going to be the focal point yeah. of the game, right? You know, I, I agree with you. Um, I, I, think the, the, I think the entire game hinges on one matchup, and that's can the Bucks defensively keep the Chiefs from running away? I think if they can keep it a close game throughout um, and not let the Chiefs score on three drives in a row, for example, you know, put up a quick 17 points in the middle of the second quarter, um, I, I think that's going to be critically important. I think the Chiefs will get some stops against Tampa Bay. Look, Tampa Bay's offense is not nearly as explosive as, as Kansas City. But the, the Bucks defense really has to come in ready to do the job. And it is, look, it is a tall task. We talk about the names and we, we obviously, we know all the numbers, but on top of that, it's the creativity. We see a lot of plays from the Chiefs that we don't see very often from any team in the NFL. So it's not just that they have a lot of talent, it's that they know how to use those talents in creative ways to get the matchups that they want. I mean, how many times have we watched the Chiefs game and we see Patrick Mahomes make, to a, make a pass to Tyree Kill, who's wide open. And you're like, how the hell does that happen? He's the fastest guy in the field. How could he, of all people, be wide open? Or like we saw in the uh, AFC Championship game against the Bills, the play where Travis Kelsey is standing by himself in the end zone. I mean, there's no one within 10 yards of him. And, and you wonder, like, how the hell does that happen? And then when you see the replay and you see it from up above, the creativity to move things around to show certain uh, tendencies in certain formations and then have him float out into a space by himself and how good he is to find that open space. Again, it's the creativity of the offense and the talent of the offense that makes it very difficult. And so it's a tall order for the Buccaneers defense, but that's the key because if, if, if the Chiefs score on three drives in a row and put up 17 points, and in that in those three drives, Tampa Bay puts up seven, you're down. You're down two scores all of a sudden, just like that. And it, and that can happen it, literally in a quarter, right? You get about six, depending on the length of drives and turnovers and stuff, you get about six possessions a half. Well, if, 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 you, if, you, if they blow through three of them and, and you don't stop them, it's tough to come back and God forbid they're touchdowns right now. You're talking 21 points. It's tough. And, and that's going to be the key. Somehow the Buccaneers have to come up with a way to disguise coverages and still be able to cover everybody, which just to me sounds crazy. It sounds almost impossible. Well, I see, I, I think the Buccaneers can do that because they have a very good defensive line. Right. So if, if the defensive line gets pressure, you know, that kind of allows any secondary to um, 
and they have a pretty good secondary. It allow it will allow the Bucks secondary to you know focus in on Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey in the middle of the field and all that stuff. So the Bucks have a, a very good defensive line. I that's think if they can key. keep the, that's gonna that's yeah. gonna be key because if Patrick Mahomes has any mobility issues with the toe problem, and I know it's a you know he's it's gonna be two weeks since he last played, but Sometimes those turf toe things kind of take a while. If he has any, any limitation to his mobility, the defensive line becomes even more critical, right? Because now they can, not only can they uh, hopefully contain the offense, they may be able to flat out disrupt the offense, maybe force them into some bad throws, which would then turn into maybe turnovers, right? Uh, so yeah. it's really the defensive line, I think, is key. You bring up a very good point there. You think any team gets up by double digits? That's yes. a good. That I haven't seen that prop bet. Is that you, you think a team gets up? Yeah, I, look. I, really? I, I I think there's a very real chance. That, that, look, I I think there's a very very real chance that this game is a blowout. I I, I, I really? respect I respect I respect the Tampa Bay defense. But I'm just having the more I see, the more I kind of break down, they break down the the matchup, the more I find it difficult for them to contain the Kansas City Chiefs. And on the flip side, look, the Chiefs have have started off really slow before and you know, given up given up 14 points and fallen behind by 10. They've done it several times in the playoffs and come back and won, right? In fact, in last year's Super Bowl, they were down uh, double digits to the 49ers. So yeah, at some point, someone's going to be ahead double digits. Uh, see, I, I I would take no on that prop. I would take no. <clears throat> okay, well, good. We got one bet. There's one dollar. <laughs> we got one dollar on the line. And 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 you know what? You know why I say no is because I think the Bucks have been running the the ball pretty well here with Fournette in the playoffs, and if if um, you know. If they do get a lead, not exactly a double-digit lead, but if they get a lead, they're going to be running the ball. I don't know. I just find it hard to believe that with uh, Tom Brady at quarterback and the weapons that he has and Pat Mahomes at quarterback and the weapons he has, I just find it hard to believe that that any one of them would get would be up double digits at any time during the game just because – well, that, you know, those it, offenses can score any time. Yeah, but the, exactly. But doesn't that even make it more likely because they could score at any time? So, you know, first possession of the game, Tampa Bay goes down the field, scores a touchdown. Next possession, Kansas City turns the ball over in their own half. Tampa Bay drives but doesn't score, kicks a field goal. They're up 10. Boom, just like that. Yeah. Right? It, yeah. That's the thing, right? Those it, I see your point, but that knife cuts both ways, right? The fact that the offenses are so good, one mistake by the other offense could lead to, you know, two quick scores by one by one offense, and there's your ten points. Just like right. yeah, it's just it's, like that. It's gonna be fun. Um, you wanna you wanna make a prediction before we get into the fun stuff? Um, yeah, give me the Chiefs and the under all day. The Chiefs in the what? What is the over under? Fifty six. Fifty six and a half. Last I saw this morning, seventy five percent chance of rain with thunderstorms. I know. 
I actually put out a question on Twitter. Um, when was the last Super Bowl that had rain? And the only one that came to mind was Colts and Bears. And yeah. that was also in Miami. But it was it was a little, little rain at the start of the game. It wasn't like it rained throughout the whole game. But that's the only one I could really come up with off the top of my head. I, I honestly I didn't even remember that one until you mentioned it. Um, yeah. Geez, if it if it ends up being a, a, a pouring down rain all game long, who's got the advantage? That's got to be advantage Chiefs, right? Because Tyreek Hill knows where he's going. The defensive players don't know where he's going. It's gonna be hard to chase him down on a on a muddy on a muddy field. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I I think I give the advantage to the Bucks on that one. You think it slows them down? Is slows it down? that and yeah, that and and you know, like I said earlier, the Bucks uh, the Bucks have all of a sudden remembered how to run the ball. So well, and also also Andy Reid doesn't have windshield wipers on his face shield so he won't be able to see the plays to call them that's a that's a disadvantage as well it's that's funny you true. know like if, if you break down the different pieces right like quarterback running back receivers coach defense you know defensive line secondary special teams if you broke it down like that it's a pretty close game i think right i think you would give you would give the the defensive line and secondary advantages to tampa bay uh, you would probably give the running the running backs pretty close, receivers and quarterback probably to the Chiefs. Coaches, maybe a little bit of an advantage to Andy Reid just because he's got the experience of being there, but not a huge advantage. Um, if you look at it like that, I think it's pretty close. But I'm telling you, I think this could, you know, it could get crazy real quick. Um, now, you said Chiefs. Are you willing to give up the three, three and a half, four points, whatever it is that uh, we've seen so far? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think they could win, uh, you know. Yeah, I would be comfortable giving the points. Don't say they're going to win 31-21 because that's 10 points and you would lose your bet. <laughs> um, you know, you know what's funny is I, I am – deathly afraid of the chiefs right like i think i i really think they could make this a blowout but if i had to bet on the game and if i had to bet on a winner not even a spread just a winner i think i would bet on tampa bay just because i would feel like a complete doofus betting against tom brady and then he wins yeah Yeah. i would feel stupider if i bet on the chiefs and the bucks won than if I bet on the Bucks and the Chiefs won. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know if that exactly makes sense. And as far as points go, I think it's going to go over. You think so? Yeah, I think I think it's going to go over. And I think it's going it's going to be one of those last drives, last last bleh, last drive scenarios. Like I think it's going to come down to that last drive, which now. is scary. Yeah, 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 it could very well be, right? Now, one thing to keep in mind now that, you know, you've said your – wait, what is your pick? Is it the – you're picking the Bucs? I'm picking the Bucs. You're picking the Bucs. So one thing you really – And you're taking the points. Well, of course. I mean, well, so one thing I don't think you are keeping in mind is that 
I am going over your crib on Sunday for the Super Bowl. Correct. And both times we've watched Tom Brady in the Super Bowl together at your house. Mm-hmm. He's 0-2. Oh, shit. So, but but to be fair, uh, both times that we watched Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, the underdog won. Yeah, I, I don't know <laughs> because we watched the first Giants Patriots Super Bowl and the Giants were a right. huge underdog, right? Right. The second time we didn't watch it together, and the the second. Tom Brady Super Bowl that you and I watched together was New England and Philly and New England was the favorite in that one. So while I understand your argument, I think my argument holds, holds true. The two times we've seen Tom Brady in the Super Bowl where you and I have sat down and watched the game together, the underdog has won. So I I guess that betting trend is a wash because (laughs) Something's we can't base it off of that. <laughs> Something's got to give, right? Either, either, either the Tom Brady loses in the Super Bowl trend continues. Well, no, if yeah, either the well, no, wait, yeah, either the Tom yeah. Brady in the Super Bowl, uh, Tom Brady loses the Super Bowl trend continues, or the underdog wins continues, right. I don't know. That's why that's this is why this is exactly why there is no thing as a sure bet, right? Because you you can slice and dice it any way you want. So speaking of sure bets, um have you have you uh have you seen the uh props? Let's talk props because I think that's fun. we've already talked about the game and the real life stuff, but let's talk about some of the bullshit that goes on. With Super Bowl yeah. uh, exotic prop wagers. Uh, yeah, I've looked at a few. Um, so that's, and that's, well, I mean, there's so what, many of them. Tell me what's caught your eye. What's caught my Okay, this one. Will any player propose to his girlfriend on the field after the game? That one is too stupid to even talk about. And second of all, who's looking out on the field to make sure that none of these guys are dropping to a knee? Like, what if they're just doing the Tim Tebow thing and praying and there happens to be a chick there? Right? Like, I don't know. I'm not buying that one. I, I don't See, know. I, I, blame, I blame Carlos Correa for this prop. Yeah. Right? Because he proposed to his, uh, his fiance at the end of the World Series. And and here's the thing. If you just won the Super Bowl, right? You're not proposing if you lost, right? So the right. proposal is going to happen if you win. Same thing with like the, the, the guy from Boise State when they beat Oklahoma in the Fiesta Bowl a long time ago. Anyway, you're already, you just won the Super Bowl. You are already extremely happy. Why? Why do you want to? Like, why are you being greedy? You know what I mean? Like, you're being greedy. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you're extremely happy you just won. Why do? Why do you want to make your life all of a sudden miserable? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the other thing too, right? Like, look, your your life is on a hockey stick like this, and right. then all of a sudden you want to take it like that. I mean, what's going on? 
Yeah, I mean, actually, if, if you're the losing, actually, if you're on the losing team, you may want to propose because your girlfriend at the time or fiance at the, at the time, well, girlfriend might think about leaving you if you lose. So you yeah. may want to propose. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, here's another good one. And this, this is a lot closer bet, I think, than it normally has been. Uh, will either kicker hit the upright or crossbar on a field goal or extra point attempt? We've seen a lot of kicks hit uprights and crossbars lately. So whereas usually you would say, no, you never see it. Lately, we've seen it a lot, right? Like in the play, I think we've seen it like three or four times in the playoffs. So I'm almost tempted to say yes to that one. And that one pays nicely. Now, it doesn't say field goal or just any kick? Field goal or extra point. What are the odds on that? Uh, I think plus 300 to say yes. Yeah, plus 300. See, I, I, might, I might say yes. On top of what you just said, there being so many kicks after points field goals that have hit the uh, crossbar and or uprights, it's supposed to be windy at this game too. There you go. There you go. So yes might be a very good bet. Yeah. Um God, they've even got what players will pour Gatorade on the winning coach, offense, defense, or both. Like, man, that's just ridiculous. Well, this well, that's how you this is how you think about that one. If the offense is on the field to take the knee, it's right? To take the, the kneel down, it's gotta be the deep. So if you believe that Tom Brady has the ball last and he needs to make, you know, he needs to. He needs to, um, you know, drive the bucks down the field. If, if you believe that's that's how the game is going to play out, then you got to say offense, right? right. If, if you think, if you think, right, the Chiefs, gonna... the Chiefs are going to get the ball with, the Chiefs are going to get the ball with one second left, and they're, they're going to throw, you know, a, you know, they're going to try the whole lateral thing that's not going to work. And yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. That is. Yeah, see, that's one I wouldn't even bet on. <laughs> How, how about this one? Will either team win wire to wire? Plus 150 for yes. Uh, minus 200 for no. Yeah, I would think no. I would think I would no, think no too. Because there's going to be lead changes. There's going to be a there's going to be at least one early. Now, it may get the game the game may get away from one team or another. And you know, what's funny about that in most Super Bowls, there is an early lead change, even in the blowouts, the team that gets blown out usually scores and has the lead for a little bit in the first quarter. And then the wheels fall off and they they get completely blown out. So uh, now we're, we're no gambling advisors, but if you look at all these props, seriously, if you right, because you you have to look at, you got to be a little logical when you're betting and, and, you know, like you're in it, you know, to make a few coins or whatever. Right. This might be the best value prop that there is on the board because you only have, if if you really think no, I mean, you just got to risk 200 to win a hundred. 
Yeah, but but here's the thing: the 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 juice is so skewed on these things that really, if you want to make money, you really should not bet on these props. Like, I mean, it, the the value is just the value is fucked. Right, right. But what I'm saying is, like, I'm not gonna bet on every single prop. But if I was looking to make some money, I mean, I think that one would provide me the best value to get something in return because I don't know if there, if I feel comfortable with any other prop that has less juice than that one. Right. Yeah. I don't know. They're all, they're all pretty juicy. So it's, yeah. Ooh, I, how about this? How about this one? <laughs> this may land somebody in jail. I don't know. Um, so Sarah Thomas is going to be one of the referees judges mm-hmm. for this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is a prop that says, will any player slap, slap Sarah Thomas on the butt? That's the easiest prop out there. No. I mean, and quite frankly, I don't but You're willing like, to put. I, I don't even like that they put that one out there. You're willing to put 10,000 to win 100? <laughs> no. I'm not <laughs> willing to put anything on Sarah's butt. Hey, here's here's the one. Here's the most important prop of them all. And depending on what you say, I may be, I may be willing to put another dollar on this one with you. The coin toss, heads or tails? Um, I mean, tails, isn't that the same? What? Tails never fails. Isn't that the same? Uh, yeah. So you're going tails? I mean, I, I'm gonna go tails. Okay, I'm willing to bet you a dollar. I'm willing to bet you a dollar. It's heads. Yeah, I mean, everybody's picking heads. I don't know about that. A lot of people think like you. Tails never fails. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I like um, I like all these all these props about how many times will so-and-so be mentioned like Belichick or the Patriots how many times are they going to show Goodell in the stands and things like that I like those I think those are all kind of funny um but I don't you know I think they're all kind of silly nothing nothing to get real excited about here's one I like uh what will be mentioned first Tom Brady's 10th Super Bowl or Tom Brady's age 43 Ooh. That's a tough one. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, what 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 are the odds on that? Uh, hold on. Tom Brady's tenth Super Bowl is minus two hundred. His age is plus one fifty. Yeah, you know, now that I think about it, it's more likely that they're gonna say Tom Brady playing in his tenth Super Bowl. Yeah, right. Like if, if, like if you were, I mean, yeah. The you see, you gotta you you gotta you know feel the flow of the commentary, right? You know what's you, know you know what's stupid about this, right? Like, how does Joe Buck not put a hundred bucks on Tom Brady's age and say the forty-three-year-old Tom Brady playing in his tenth Super Bowl, <laughs> right? Like, see, and, and but. But now that you say it like that, like I could totally see one of the commentators 
saying that before, right? What, right? Because I could see one of them saying Tom Brady playing in his 10th Super Bowl at age 43. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it it could go either way. Um, And it's just, you know, that one, like, if I'm Joe Buck, I quietly put a hundred bucks on, you know, whatever. And because there's a bunch of them, like how many times will Donald Trump be mentioned or Belichick or the Patriots? I mean, and you can easily, I mean, he can easily, you know, put that, put that in there. Yeah. Yeah. If he, if he's, if he's smart enough, he'll, he'll do something like that. Right. Yeah. I mean, he puts a like, like just, Look at some of these silly ones. What will be said first, Super Bowl MVP or Super Bowl rings? I mean, you could just, you know, you could, you could, you could, you could put a, a few dollars, you know, not a lot. You don't want to move the line or anything. And then just make sure it happens. He's got these little notes. And instead of like notes about the players, it's just notes about what he needs to say first. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now on some of these, like on, on those two props that you just mentioned, I mean, I wouldn't have a problem just taking the plus money and putting a few crumbs on, on, on the plus side. And I mean, cause they, those really could go either way. And I mean, we're, we're, and I mean, you know, uh, uh, you know, the, your, your, uh, your, your wager sizes, for example, it might not hurt to lose a dollar. Yeah. If you put it on the plus money and it doesn't hit. Yeah, that's true. But there's a, but here's the thing. These you know, whoever set these lines, Vegas or these online gambling companies, look, they've got experts doing analysis on shit like this. They know, you know, there's a reason the line is the way it is. It's because they, you know, they, they do their research and do their homework and, you know, just like the hedge fund guys and they're never wrong. Right. (laughs) Oh, which which Anheuser Busch brand commercial will run first? Plus money on all these: Bud Light, Bud Light Salsa Lemonade, your favorite, Michelob Ultra, or Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Yeah, look, I didn't even know there was a Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. There's no way that one's going to be mentioned for run first. <laughs> Actually, that might be exactly why it runs first. Yeah. Hey, here, here yeah, we go. True. Here, here we go. Here's a, here's a good uh, here's a good prop. Um, which company will have the best commercial? Mm. Look, Doritos is always really good, and Anheuser Busch is always. What are the choices? Huh? What are the choices? I don't know. I just made that one up. Oh, okay. I just made an open-ended one. Those two, Doritos and, and Anheuser-Busch, usually have really good commercials. I don't know if it'll be the best, but I'm, I'm willing to bet it'll be good. That That's a very good prop that I'm surprised, actually, it doesn't exist. It does now. So we're taking all action, baby. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, that, that if, if that was a prop, uh, Doritos would be, a, you know, probably... Uh, Doritos, Doritos, and Anheuser Busch would be one of the favorites. I'm willing to bet. Yeah, I mean they they've got props on commercials. It's just this is insane. 
many times will they mention Eli Manning? Why would they? Well, I guess because Brady lost twice to him in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So yeah. that means they'll probably mention Nick Foles, too. I wonder if there's an over-under on how many times they mention Nick Foles. Could be. How many times they Maybe. mentioned the Philly special? Ooh, yeah, that's, that's a good one. Speaking of Philly special, and I think this is a prop, will either quarterback catch a pass? Ooh, that's a good one. Wasn't it just a, wasn't it, um, wasn't it in the conference championship games? Where a quarterback threw a pass and it got batted and he caught it and ran for a yard, or was that the week before? It happened. I don't know, but I, it happened in the playoffs. I don't know, but I, I don't think you can, you can do that. Like if a ball gets batted in the air and the quarterback catches it, or maybe he can run, but he can't throw it. No, no, right? No, he can't throw it again, but he threw it. It got batted at the line of scrimmage. He caught it and then ran for, I think, a yard. So he got a yeah, he got a pass attempt, a pass completion, a reception, and he got yardage on that. <laughs> Damn, that's a that's a fantasy football owner's dream come true, right? <laughs> imagine if he'd have done it. Imagine if he'd have scored a touchdown. It's like mega points. Imagine. You know, because it ain't happening. You know, right now there is some fantasy football nerd trying to figure out how many points that would be in his ESPN league. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. You see any other props that uh, catch your eye? There was another prop. Uh, I think it was Tom Brady uh, over on the yard. Tom Brady, what? Oh, that's got to be a low number, no. right? Like 10? Oh, no, it's got to be lower than that. It's what happened to your sound? Lower than that. Okay, something happened to your sound there for a second. Um, it, what would you put I it at? I think it's lower than that. What would you put it at? If I'm not mistaken, I, I, I think I saw it at like half a yard. Oh, it'd be more than half a yard. You think so? Well, wait a minute. How do they count the yards when he gets sacked? Like if, when he, here, here, here's my question. He, he, let's say the pocket breaks down and he runs to the sideline, but he doesn't quite throw it out of bounds. He ends up running out of bounds and he loses two yards. Is that two yards, a two yard loss rushing? That would be a two yard. Yes, that would be a two yard loss. Hey, something's funky with your sound. What'd you do? That that would be a two-yard loss. Okay. Yeah, then half a yard, I don't know. I'd probably go under. See, I don't know. See, on that one, think about this for a minute. Tom Brady. Hey, something, Tom Brady. something's wrong with your sound. What? It, something's like over the speaker, it, sounds, it seems like. I'm not, I'm, fix your ears. Doing anything. Okay. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but it's real low all of a sudden. Oh, that would be anything. Huh? I'm 
comment down below if you can hear me or not. <laughs> All right, go ahead. See, that was tricky. I, I, I would almost pick the over because Tom Brady doesn't like losing yards. Like, he, he didn't want to kneel down one game so he can, you know, reach that milestone, right? Yeah, but that was a milestone. He's not going to care at the Super Bowl. I don't know. But then, but then the other thing you got to think about, if you believe the Patriots are winning at the end he doesn't and play they have the ball, all they have to do is kneel down, then those, you know, he's losing yards on a kneel down. Yeah, he's not on the Patriots anymore. I mean, oh, yeah, 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 on, on the Bucks. <laughs> That's That should be an over-under. How many times do they accidentally say Patriots instead of Buccaneers? Well, I just said it once. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, over over, over 0.5. Yeah. <laughs> um, what other one? What other ones are there? Hey, let, well, let's let's go over some like actual game ones. Uh, how many passing yards do you think Mahomes has? Uh, um, I don't know what the prop is, but I would say over three hundred. Hey, real quick, who do you think will have more more passing yards, the Buccaneers or the uh, the Brady or Mahomes? Mahomes. Um, let's see, catches. Who will have more catches, Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey? Catches, not yards. Kelsey. Kelsey. Will he get to double-digit catches? No. How many times will the Chiefs sack Tom Brady? He's not the most mobile quarterback in the world. I'll say twice. How many times will the Bucks sack Mahomes? Twice. How many touchdowns will be scored in the game? That's always a tough one. Yeah, I mean, if you, th- if you think it's going over like you are, right? You yeah. think it's going over. I mean, six, if you think it's going over. Yeah, you got. it's got to be at least six, right? Because right. it, if it was just touchdowns and extra points, it would be eight to get to 56. Right. Well, it, it, it would probably have to be seven, right? Because everything else is three and two points. So, how, many, how many field goals will be kicked in this game? I would say two and a half is the number. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to guess over. Yeah, hey, I, I don't know what. Here's a, here's a here, here's a good one. Will there be a safety? You got to say no, right? Yeah, I mean that. That seems like the easy answer, but I mean, yeah, I, I would say no. If I had, if I was gonna place a penny, I mean, on it, I would say no. Um, overtime. Hmm. I could see it going overtime. I really hope it doesn't. Why? That would be awesome. No, no, it wouldn't because. If the team that scored no, because no, 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 not not for a Super Bowl. Because either team, the Bucks or the Chiefs, if they score a touchdown, the game's over without the other team. Yeah, back, no. 
imagine, imagine if the Bucks come back, tie it late in the game. They go into overtime. They get the ball. Time Brady marches them down the field and they score a touchdown. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. Mahomes would be I wouldn't like, like that. I hate Tom Brady. Mahomes would be like, I would have oh, wow. three Super Bowls by now if it wasn't for two drives by Tom Brady. Yeah, see, I really hope from a fan's perspective, I really hope the game doesn't go into overtime. I love overtime, but not when the other team is not going to have an opportunity to, you know, to, to, to do something after, after fighting for 60 minutes. All they have to do is keep them out of the end zone on that one drive and they will get a chance. Yeah, a lot easier said than done. That <laughs> <laughs> you know, would be my ideal scenario for overtime under the current rules is one team goes down, they get stopped like on the five yard line, they kick a field goal. Then the other team goes down, they get stopped on the five yard line, they kick a field goal, and then it's sudden death. I hope not. Think about, think about the drama, right? Like, so you, 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 first of all, you're in overtime, right? And let's say the Buccaneers get the ball first and they drive down the field. They get all the way to the five yard line. You think, oh my God, they're going to win the Super Bowl, but the Chiefs stand tall and don't let them score. So they kick a field goal and you're like, okay, well now let's see what the Chiefs can do. And then the Chiefs go down the field. They get down all the way to the five yard line. They've got a chance to win the Super Bowl with just five more yards, a touchdown. It's just five yards for the most potent offense yeah. I've ever seen. And they get stopped, and then they have to kick the field goal. Like, the drama would just be so intense. If that happened, we would automatically anoint that the best Super Bowl ever. Even if it ended up being like a uh, – even if it ended up being like a 0-0 tie going into overtime and the final score ended up at 6-3, we would call that the best Super Bowl ever. Yeah, probably. And we would Probably. I wouldn't that. doubt it. Imagine how hey. drunk we'll be by that point. <laughs> Speaking of drunk, uh, over under two and a half. How many beers am I drinking? Oh, that's got to be under. You're such a lightweight. If you make it to two, you're going to be passed out. How much money are you putting on it? <laughs> I'll tell you after I see how many you drink. <laughs> ah, that's funny. All right, man. Well, we should probably wrap it up here. Talking about props is uh, a pretty fun way to, to, to talk about the Super Bowl. I'm excited, not just for the game itself. Look, it's been a crazy season. You know, we say this about every season. It's been a crazy year. It's been a crazy this. It's been a crazy football season, but the Super Bowl is truly the crown jewel of American sports. I believe it is the greatest one-day event that we have in this country. Um, and the only reason I say that is because baseball and basketball are seven-game series. It's just different. Right. Um, but this one game, 60 minutes for the whole for the whole enchilada, it's just it's the most exciting day in sports in this country. And I'm very proud that we're going to have it once again, in spite of all of this pandemic bullshit and whatnot. And I don't say bullshit because I don't believe in it. I just say bullshit because I couldn't think of a better word at the time. Crucify me. 
Um, so yeah, I'm super excited. And on top of all of that, you're coming over. We're going to grill up some food, grill up some beef. Hell yeah. And we're going to have a few beers, eat some good food, watch some football, watch all the commercials, watch the stupid halftime show, criticize everything, laugh about all the good stuff. And at the end of the day, is there anything better than sports, food, and most importantly, family? So I encourage everyone to get together with their siblings and parents and cousins yes. and uncles and whatnot and enjoy the Super Bowl just like we will. Yeah, yeah. If you're watching the Super Bowl by yourself, I mean, you're not living life. That's boring. Bring a six-pack. Find somebody to watch with. Bring a six-pack of beer and come on over to our, my place. Are you talking to me or everybody that's listening? Everybody that's listening. If you're gonna watch it, right. if you're gonna watch it alone, fuck it. Grab a six pack, come on over and watch the game with me. And you. That's it. Watch it. Watch the positive sports podcast Super Bowl party. That's it. Maybe we can live stream during the uh during the Super Bowl. Yeah, we're not paying attention to one or the other. I'm pretty sure most people would stop paying attention to the Super Bowl just to watch our live stream. I'm willing to bet on that <laughs> as a no. <laughs> uh, as always, folks, you can catch our podcast on YouTube, Podbean, Google Play, iTunes, and on Spotify, baby. Have you heard it on Spotify? Mm -hmm. It's nice. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, you can email the show, positivesports10 at gmail.com, positivesports10 at gmail.com. If they want to get a hold of you, Alex, how do they do that? Come on, man. On Twitter at Brooklyn Gaucho one. Excellent. And if you want to get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me on Twitter as well at eMontana21. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Sorry we're late this week. We'll be back on time next week. Enjoy the game. But most importantly, ignore the negativity. Be the positivity. Peace.